Shulchan Arachadav, we are in Simon Ayin Hey. Today we begin Halacha Dal, section 75. Today we begin to learn the fourth Halacha. Seyer shal isha shedarka lechaseysa ervahi. Mibnesha maybe lidei hir. Vaasir likres elis fala kenegda darachshin isbar afilu hi ishtay. Exposed here that a woman customarily covers is considered nakedness because it arouses erotic thoughts and it is forbidden to recite the Shema. And Shemad Esri, in view of it, as was explained. Now the notes to Ktsas HaShulchan state that if there's no alternative, a man may recite the Shema in the presence of exposed hair if he closes his eyes or turns to the side. Okay, continuing, the Allah. And this applies even with regard to one's wife. By contrast, it is permitted to recite the Shema in view of unmarried women who customarily go about with their hair uncovered, or the hair of women that extends outside their snood, as is the practice in certain countries. Since one is habituated to such exposure, it will not arouse erotic thoughts. A couple of notes. In Skuntus Achna Al-Tarebbe writes that what is implied here, that we mentioned that Shema can be said in front of an un- unmarried woman who normally goes out, goes out with their hair uncovered, so what is implied is that according to the more lenient opinion in Allah Aleph, it is permissible to look at an unmarried woman's uncovered hair. He notes, however, that this does not appear to be the view of Rabbeinu Asher as reflected in his ruling in the second chapter of Kiddushin. Okay, now the Tzemach Tzedek writes the following. And this ruling that we mentioned that you're allowed to say Shema in view of hair of a woman that extends outside of her, uh, her snood, so he writes that this ruling refers to a man who's saying Shema in the presence of his wife's hair that extends outside her snood, but that it does not apply to the hair of any other married woman. Okay, and the term snood, um, in Hebrew the expression the Altarebbe uses is litzamasan, samasan. So this uh, translation uh, which signifies an opaque hair, uh, head covering, follows the commentary of Rashi to Shir Hashirim. Okay. For more on this, um, there's a sefer by Rabbi Moshe Wiener called Kfudabas Melech. Okay. Continuing the Allah, it is permitted to recite the Shema in view of a woman that is wearing a wig, even if she is accustomed to wearing it. Moreover, it is permitted to uncover the wig. Wearing a wig is not included in the category of Yatsa Vereisha Prua, going out with her hair uncovered, which is forbidden for a married woman, according to scriptural law, Min Hatoira. Okay, now a couple of things that Samach writes that even in places where married women customarily wear their hair loose or visible beyond the edges of their headscarf, it is considered nakedness and it is forbidden to recite the Shema while looking at it. Okay, now the Sifri and Rashi to Bamidbar state that it is shameful for a Jewish woman to go about with her hair exposed. Wearing a wig, by contrast, even if it's made of human hair, is permitted. And this is also true, even if the wig was made of the woman's own hair. Indeed, there are halachic grounds for considering a wig preferable to alternative forms of head coverings. And for more on this, there's a book called Beautiful Within, Modesty in conduct and dress as taught by the Lubavitcher Rebbe, as well as Shadi Halacha Minug. The Eshel Avram rules 
that just as exposed hair is considered nakedness for a married Jewish woman, it is also considered nakedness for a married non-Jewish woman. Halacha, hey five, seyer shal ervas ish, yoytzei derech nekev shebevigdoi, mutter likreis kenegdai. It is permitted to recite the Shema in view of a man's pubic hair that emerges through holes in his clothing. This is from Gemara Brachos Tafchav Dalit, Amud Aleph 24a. Halacha Vav, six. Koyel zemer shal isha, bein bipnuya, bein meishish afilu shal ishtoi, hu erva v'asr likreis kriyashma kishashoyma. The voice of a woman singing, and we should point out that according to the Beishi Arim, the Rechaim, and the, the Priyasada, this applies even to recordings, because these also can arouse erotic thoughts. So, the voice of a woman singing, whether an unmarried woman or a married woman, even one's own wife, is considered nakedness, and it is forbidden to recite the Shema while hearing it. And the same applies to reciting Shema Esrei, or to speaking words of Teda. By contrast, the voice of a woman that is speaking is not considered nakedness, for one is habituated to it. This applies even to a married woman. Moreover, it is permitted to recite the Shema, even when hearing the voice of a woman singing, if one can focus his heart on his prayers to the extent that he does not listen or, play, or pay close attention to her voice. This concludes Halacha Vav and today's share.